0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
1: What's up, everyone? I'm Sheena Shea. You may know me from nine seasons of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules, but I'm here to tell you about my podcast called Shenanigans. We talk about everything from reality TV, pop culture, relationships, parenting, and invite you to join the conversations with Q&A sessions where nothing is off the table. There's so much more I want to share with you. Thanks for listening and make sure to subscribe to Shenanigans to stay up to date with new episodes every Friday.
0: Hey, bestie. It's Cammie Crawford. Relationships are hard and that's why I'm here. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship. The advice podcast that covers all relationship topics. The good, the bad, and the straight up shitty need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in every Friday for new episodes. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. Happy Friday, bestie. This Friday, I have one of my real life besties. I mean, you guys are my real life besties. You, You already know. But One of my real, real, true blue friends on the podcast today. It's super exciting for me. Deepika Mutiala. She is the founder of Live Tinted. And she's just, honestly, bitch, you're smart. I know you're listening to this, but you're really smart. And I knew that, but you really, really are like that bitch. And I'm so fucking proud of you. She's going to be like cracking up at this part. But I really, really am. And just being able to have the platform that I have and be able to have my friends who are killing it. She's absolutely killing it. Be able to come on and talk about their experiences and be able to help you. It it, it my heart like it sparks so much joy for me and I I just love this so much and she has incredible advice if you are looking to start a business. You know, we talk about work life balance, the whole nine. So, buckle up, get your notepads out, okay? Because my girl is preaching on this podcast today. All right. See ya. Hey, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. It's your girl, Cammy Crawford. And today, I'm so giddy. I'm just so excited.
1: Why are you excited? I'm freaking out.
0: I know. Okay, so my guest today is one of my closest friends, and she's the most nervous guest I've ever had on my fucking podcast, mostly because she knows me so well. Yep. Deepika Mutiala. Yay. Founder and CEO. C-E motherfucking-O of live Tinted. Deepika, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me. I've been so <laughs> nervous about this. How many times have I canceled? You've
0: canceled a million times. Yeah. You yeah. know, I haven't taken it personally cuz I know you that well. Yeah. But I was just like, what 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 makes you nervous about being
1: on the podcast, being here with me? <laughs> we talk every day. It's because these combos we have are between us. Right. This is like millions of humans. Right. So there's that. Right. That means judgment (laughs) from millions of humans. And I've done a million podcasts, always about business, Mm -hmm. never my personal life.
0: Well, this is both. It's the best of both worlds.
1: Yay. (laughs) Yay. Great. No, but it's safe zone because it's you. Yes. Yeah, you're safe with me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know I am. We both have skeletons in the closet that we both know where they are. But that's what I'm saying is like, (laughs) there's too many skeletons, and you air your skeletons out. I do. I do. All of them.
0: Okay. So, first and foremost, tell everybody what Live Tinted is all about, how it started. Because when you started the brand, we were together in a cab. I don't know where we were coming from.
1: Wait, what?
0: Remember? Uh When you told me about Live Tinted for the first time, when were you told me York? about the idea, we were in New York. Oh, well, first of all, backstory. Yeah. Deepika and I know each other from New York through my ex. And <laughs> I didn't know
1: if we were going there, but yeah. <laughs> we're always going there. What okay. do you mean? Yeah.
0: The besties know all of my business.
1: Okay. Well, the one I would say, I don't know about the one good thing, but one of the good things he did was bring each other. The best into each thing. Life. The best thing he yeah. could have done. Yeah. So we got we to give him that. We Yes.
0: Credit where credit is due. That's how we met. Yeah. And then after that, we just became super close. We bonded. We're in we lived in the industries. same building. Same building. We were literally like roommates almost. Mm-hmm. And we would just go to each other's apartments and borrow Lots clothes. Lots of wine nights. Lots of wine nights. No, it
1: was me borrowing your clothes, to be very clear. <laughs> <laughs> and you would be like, okay, yeah, you can borrow it. And I'm like,
0: hey! Literally, when I'm not home, I'm like, just get the key from the front desk and they'll let you in and you can go take Well, there's all
1: these like random galas. Like, I'm, I don't yeah. have a closet of banquet outfits like yeah. Miss Teen USA does. Unfortunately,
0: so. I do have a closet of banquet yeah.
1: outfits. Yes. it yeah. was convenient. But yeah, that's how it started. in New York. Mm-hmm. Look at us now. We were so young and we fun. Were so fun. I'm fun again, though.
0: You are. I, yeah. I'm a little less fun because, you know, I
1: know you're just
0: all Buddha, I'm pre- engaged. But I remember us being in a cab. We we're going down the West Side Highway and you were telling me about this idea that you had for a brand that you wanted to build that was inclusive, that represented brown girls like to the fullest extent. Yeah. And I don't think that product was necessarily the focus. It was more like the community. Yep. And I remember being, I, honestly, we were probably drunk.
1: hundred <laughs> we <probably> percent. 99% <laughs> we were of the like, time. We were either working it. or yeah. wasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was New York. That's New York. Yeah. And that's also like early 20s. Yeah.
0: Like, of course, why yeah. not? Okay, so tell everyone about the brand.
1: Okay, yeah. So it did start as a community platform, Live Tinted. The whole idea was exactly that. It was representation in the beauty industry. And this was back in 2017, right? Before mm-hmm. like inclusivity was trending, mm-hmm. all the things. It was like, how can we create this brand? Because my background is I was in the beauty industry at L'Oreal. And then I was an early employee at Birchbox. And then I became a beauty influencer. And so I'd seen it from all these different angles. And I still felt like there wasn't a brand that was bringing together people of color
0: tinted people. Yes. And her. I, <laughs> I almost wore my lip tinted sweatshirt, but I was like, because I'm gonna be like, oh my God. <laughs> uh,
1: you heard enough. She was like, OG model for us. I got all the usage rights, which was nice. Yes. But yeah, no, it was all about creating this community and this home where people could have a place to see themselves represented. And so we started as an Instagram page. We would have events. Mm-hmm. We would partner with other brands to help them push them to yeah. do things more representatively. So that's how we started. And then my dream since I was a little girl was to start this brand. Like I was a little Indian girl in Texas dreaming to do this. So it's all happening now. And it's. It, I feel like I'm literally living out my wildest dreams. Our first product launched in 2019, the Hue Stick. Purr. Purr. I've never said purr until your podcast, but it felt right. And it's won an Allure Best of Beauty award three times in a row, which makes it in the Hall of Fame with like beauty blenders, things like that. Which, which is huge really cool. And you had a collab with Beauty Blender. Don't think I forgot. That was our first collab. And since then we've collabed with Barbie. This and- is casual. drop. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. It's wild. <laughs> Never have I ever. That was really cool because everything mm-hmm. we do, we're trying to push it and make it so people see themselves. Yeah. So yes, we sell products and they're dope products that are clean, vegan, cruelty free, available at Ulta. But they Ooh. also are. It's, it's about more than that. Like I want people to pull it out of their bag and feel like they're part of something.
0: Yeah. glow is my number one. Song. I have been slathering Hugo all over my body the entire time I was in Spain shooting the whole
1: summer. Well, every time she's on a carpet, I'm like, that, that's Hugo, right? And sometimes <laughs> be she like, Hugo. yeah, 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 totally. For sure. Sports <laughs> Illustrated. That's Hugo, right? Yeah, yeah, girl, you know, I got you. But I do know you love it. I do love anyway, it. Yeah, it's great. But it's because you're intentional about every product. And mm-hmm. I, Cami Consulting, should we tell them about that? Since day one, since day one. And now (laughs) Cami Consulting has turned into an investor in my brand because she's got it like that now. That's me. We got is, a little bit of change. It's so full circle. I know. It's really cool. And
0: I love that. Every time you would come out with something new in the early days. You yeah. don't need me anymore, but in the early days, you were like, to "What do you clear, think about I still this? need you please post our new product." Thanks. Oh, yes, of course. But you would be like, "What do you think about this shade? What do you think about this color? What do you think about this name?" And like being a part of that and seeing how far you've come. You know how proud I am of you. I don't. But
1: that's why when we were looking for investors and this last round that we just raised, which we just closed $10 million. And I'm very proud of that because I don't know if the people know, but only 2% of women get venture funding.
0: And how many of those
1: women are women of color? Less than 1%. It's a, I think it's a point something. Point that's two, insane. I think. So yeah, it's the odds are completely against us. Mm. And in this market, to be able to do that is pretty dope. But that's yeah. why this round, though, I also wanted it to be like, I feel like we haven't made it. There's still so much more to go, but we've hit a milestone. And it's like you want to bring the people up with you. Like you should be able to make money off of me making money because you did it for me before I could pay you. I don't even care about making I know. anything. I know, <laughs> but, but that's what <laughs> ma- But but because you don't is yes. why I want you to. Yes, you know.
0: I just love you, and I love watching you thrive and just the growth. Honestly, the tinted live tinted as a community feels like so long ago Mm -hmm. all of these things feel like so long ago because you've been working your ass off Mm -hmm. for so long
1: which is why I felt like I just needed to have a personal life a little bit let's talk about that I don't know why I just (gasps) did that to myself why did I just do that you just segued me why did I do that I didn't even have the opportunity you just gave me like I talk about my work life so much you do (laughs) which like okay I love but then sometimes I'm like Deepika Oh, sometimes shout out to Iman. And we have a thread called Overthink between our friend Iman and Cami. And Iman will just shut it down. Iman's done. She's like Deepika. Cami Consulting (laughs) will come through sometimes on a Saturday. But Iman will be like, just shut the fuck up. Yeah,
0: shut the fuck up. She's the boy around.
1: I need it though. I need it. I need lines. You do.
0: Because you will be talking about Q4 in the middle of dinner, like while the second round of shots are
1: coming. And that's not, it's not the vibe. Wait, I'm dying because I went on a date with this guy and I was like, he was like, I could turn you on in a few minutes. I was like, how? And he goes, you won.
0: Shut up. <laughs> how did he know?
1: Because I've already talked about it. I was it. like, who told him? <laughs> who told I him this secret? myself. Girl. I know we got to work on it. We
0: are though. We're in, you are in your hot girl era. I'm in an era. And I fucking love it.
1: You know what? It, it really is because I feel like I'm at a milestone with the brand where I've worked my ass off. Mm. I have the dopest people in place to help run the company. I raised the money. And that was the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Yeah. And now I just am like, what's the point of all of this if I don't enjoy the journey? Yes. We got to enjoy the journey. Yes. So That's exactly. what I'm enjoying.
0: No. And I'm living vicariously through this experience because I just I know how difficult it's been for you to create like a work life balance. You obviously yeah. have your family who you're really close to.
1: Yeah. But beyond that.
0: Yeah. And your
1: friends. But like, yeah. I see you maybe Four times a year. Yeah, and we live in the same city, <laughs> yes. so there's that. But that's that's a product of both of our yes. lives being insane. One thousand percent. But we text every day. Yeah, it's like you don't have
0: to see your closest no. friends all the time. Like
1: I don't that. even think about it. I'm not right. like, oh my god. Yeah, because we talk all the time. Exactly,
0: and we're always updated on each other's. Lives. And by
1: the way, like, yeah, you're living vicariously through me because you were single yeah. for like four seconds. Yeah, and it was not supposed to be like that. We were supposed to be out <laughs> on these streets together. And he who apparently we shall not be naming just <laughs> swooped right in. Yes. But it's okay because we like him.
0: We like him. We do. You actually got the first reveal out of I did. everyone.
1: I did. I, I, I swerved my way in. It wasn't even intentional. But I like wanted to keep hanging out with you and and you were with him. And mm-hmm. so, and he he's great. He's great. We really like him.
0: Now, you guys know I'm all about finding new ways to take care of yourself. And I'm not just talking about physical things. That's why I want to talk to you guys about Next Evo Naturals. They developed this special technology, clinically proven to help your body absorb CBD four times faster than regular CBD oil. And I love CBD oil, I love CBD products. So I need something that is really going to work and work quickly. So, when you need to de stress, sleep better, or recover from an intense workout, you'll want to reach for Next Evo Naturals capsules, gummies, mints, and topical creams. Now, like I said, I love to turn to CBD when I'm feeling like my mind is racing, I'm feeling like I can't sleep. I just need something to calm me down, and that's what I love about it. Next Evo Naturals, though, has Smart Sorb technology, which improves CBD's ability to be absorbed, getting into your system in as little as 10 minutes. NextEvo Naturals are scientifically formulated to deliver more CBD to your body in a way that it can use it and fast. Proven 30 times better absorption in the first 30 minutes. And did I mention that it's vegan, GMO-free, and gluten-free? And their THC-free capsules and gummies are derived from 100% U.S. grown hemp. Make CBD a part of reaching your full potential. Try Next Evo Naturals, capsules, gummies, mints, and topical creams with smart technology, clinically proven to be better absorbed by your body. Get 20% off of your first order of $40 or more at Nextevo.com slash podcast and use promo code CAMI. That's 20% off at N-E-X-T-E-V-O.com slash podcast, promo code CAMI. All right, besties, we're getting Zen, we're chilling out, and we're moving on with the podcast.
1: Okay. I don't know if everybody knows this already, but it's not normal how lucky you got on that. (laughs) Because as somebody who's on the same app, I've been on more than one date and I am still single. So Deepika
0: says that it's unfair that I got on Raya and on the first day I met my man.
1: But you know, that's how fate had it. Like somebody up there loves you because (laughs) the rest of us. Are still there swiping? I'm in Paris swiping. Like, Stop. And your first one, what? I listen,
0: <sighs> what <am> I heard what I
1: But again, I am also enjoying the process. Yes, and I think that's important too. Of like discovering this feminine part of myself mm-hmm. is like enjoy the dates, and the date isn't about the man; it's about you, and like. Feeling like you can learn things about you you didn't even know. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. I used to think of it as like, why didn't he call me? Why doesn't he like me? Like blah, 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 blah. And now it's like, I actually don't care. Yes. I want to learn if I want to like lean over. Yes. If I want to smile. Yes. If I want to text you back. <laughs> it's fun. And the flirting. Yeah, it's, it's
0: good. <laughs> You've always said that you're bad at flirting. I'm like, no, you're not. Your focus was just elsewhere. Like yes. and rightfully so, because you're building an empire. Yeah. It's kind of hard to focus on these idiots out here in the street. Yeah, they just didn't on, seem worth it. When you're focusing on making ten million dollars, yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if your focus is building a brand and an empire and a legacy and a name for yourself, and you have not only yourself writing on this and your own reputation, but you have a community of people who are watching you and looking up to you.
1: Yeah. It's hard. I get a lot of DMs, which I'm so grateful for, from young brown girls who are like, thank you for doing you and being you and starting this brand. I finally see myself represented for the first time ever. Yeah. And, and I don't take that pressure lightly. Mm-hmm. Like to go to India and have girls stop you at the airport, to stop my dad at, the, at his village in India, like those things mean a lot to me. And I kind of feel like I just want them to grow up seeing a really good role model yeah. But I don't know why I feel like just because I am going on dates or having a night out with my friends that that makes me a bad role model. Yeah. I haven't figured it out fully yet, but I'm I'm working on it. I wonder what that is. Well, I got, I I got so deep in this business the yeah. last 4 years and it is heavy like the things you people don't see on the internet like mm. The hiring employees, letting go of employees, people quitting, the raising the money, people deciding they don't want to give you the money, the sales being high, the sales being real low, mm. retailers changing their mind. I mean, product launches, taking delays. These are the kind of conversations that are giving you anxiety listening mm-hmm. to that run through my brain every single fucking day. Yeah. So where in that would I insert irrelevant man here? Right. So it, I just did it, it makes
0: sense. It makes sense. I only the, the difference. I mean, it, really how you're building your brand and how you end up going about it Mm -hmm. everyone's situation is unique but for me Mm -hmm. i only have to focus on being myself Mm -hmm. i don't have to focus on like the people will come the people Mm -hmm. who look at me as a role model for whatever fucking reason they will come but But it's because it's just me it's just me yeah i'm not building this crazy thing from scratch that you've had to do i also
1: think I've struggled with the idea of being taken seriously with like investors because mm. it's like just another beauty influencer launching another beauty brand. It's like, no, I've wanted to do this since I was 16 years old. Yeah, And every decision I've made from that point now, including quitting my job to be a beauty influencer was intentional yes. to build this
0: brand. Do they not think about the fact that you started
1: at L'Oreal? In exactly. I mean, and that's the sell you have to do, right? Yeah. Because they're getting pitched by all these influencers all the time. Mm. And so I started to like be embarrassed of being called an influencer and I was like no I'm a CEO I'm a founder mm. but it's actually it's so stupid to feel that way like yeah. influencers are it yeah we're all influencers and influencers have always existed in some form yeah they were called celebrities before
0: right no it, that I actually resonate with that because even when I was going out for tv auditions you would say host I would say host I would never say Miss Teen USA Oh yeah, I would never true. say it, you did it because I was like, I don't want to be just another that pageant queen. bitch on TV. Like, and even though there's incredible ones, you have Vanessa Lachey, you have Ali LaForce in the sports like yeah. field. You have Juliana Rancic competed at Miss Maryland Stop Teen it. USA, the same pageant that I won. We out here, but I didn't want to say that because I didn't want that to be the focal point. Because when people hear that, they're like, Oh, so you're like a pageant queen? Like, oh, did you? Cute. What was your talent? Mm-hmm. Like, and then it becomes about everything else than what it's actually about, which is like, Mm -hmm. this is my passion. This is what I, this is what I do for a living. And it's still to this day, like it's hard because even when I do interviews now about TV projects and they're like, so tell me about your pageant experience. I'm like,
1: it's like you've done so much since. Yes. And they still can't let that go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that so I think that's another thing is like I had to create, it wasn't a fake version of me. It it was me, Mm -hmm. but I hyperbolized that version of myself because Mm -hmm. it was like, this is the version I need to be so other people take me seriously as a businesswoman. Yeah. And I think with your world, right, like you have the agent, the manager, the people, the team that allow you and you're incentivized to be yourself. Mm-hmm. And I was when I was doing the influencer thing, but the second you start a company with real investors that are expecting to make you're gonna laugh, An ROI. <laughs> I can't believe I just used ROI on your podcast. I
0: can. <laughs> I was expecting it, actually.
1: I'm getting better. <laughs> I, You are. I, I'm trying. You are. I am. But it's still a part of me that I'm proud of, right? Yes. So it's like, I can be all the things. Well, like- not everybody has this. Nut- First of all,
0: the reason why it freaks me out is because I don't have the capacity. I don't have the knowledge. <laughs> I don't know shit about this shit. That's why I come to you when I need advice on stuff like that. Because I'm like, how do you uh, file a 1099? But the difference
1: you enjoy (laughs) being the personality. I enjoy Mm -hmm. the business. Yeah. And I'm forced to be the personality and you're forced to be the business. Yeah. Yeah. And so everybody needs to just do what they're good at. I Mm -hmm. think that's the other thing I've learned is I did this like strengths assessment and it's like we need to all lean into our strengths and outsource our weaknesses. Yes. Instead of being like, oh, I'm really not good at this. so I need to work on it. Yeah. You really don't. You're Right. Yeah. You're right. So like keep doing what you're good at and building that team around you to keep being the best host. That bitch out there. I love outsourcing my weaknesses. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things to do. Totally. And so, so same, <laughs> right? So, like, the hard part is though that like the influencer thing is still me, so I can't mm-hmm. outsource it. So I was balancing running this company and being the face of it and trying to figure out how to make it all work. I literally lost who I was before any of that. Yeah. And then of course you know the internet is a scary place of judgment, so yes. you're scared to fully. Like the difference is when somebody says something mean to me. I crawl in a hole and get really sad and Cammy will bitch them out and yes. block them and yeah. make their, them like so sad of and course. she doesn't care.
0: <laughs> no, I don't give a fuck actually.
1: It's my, uh, that's
0: one of my other favorite And things. sometimes when it
1: happens and I'm offended, I'll send it to Cammy so she does it for me. And I will.
0: Every time. Every time. It's easy. It's so easy. I feel so bad. I get it. But you also get like, I feel like your DMs are a lot crazier than mine. I feel like people know exactly what the fuck they're getting with me. But anytime it feels like you open up about something or you share something personal, somebody comes in and says some shit about you not being a good role model. So maybe that's why you feel like if you
1: share personal things, somebody will think that you're not a good role model. Yeah. And I I can no longer live for that. No, I just can't. It's not worth it. We we're just we're Wait, we're not out in these New York 22-year-old streets anymore. I'm 33 years old, and I feel proud of what I've done for my community. Yes. I feel proud that the first South Asian-American CEO Barbie doll exists because of me. I feel proud that I was named Time Magazine's next-generation leader. And I feel like as women, we don't say that out loud. We don't say what we're proud of, and I'm Mm -hmm. I'm fucking proud of it. Talk that talk, bitch. I feel proud. And I I think… On the same token, makes it real hard to date and find a man who's not intimidated Child. by any of this. We've talked about
0: this a million times because it's as much as men, and it's not all men. I always have to say that because not all men. You're I, right. I, yeah, not. I always get a message or two being like, "I'm not like that." Okay, well if the shoe doesn't fit, don't try to fucking force it onto your foot. But a lot of men say that they want to be with a woman who's strong and independent and has her own shit and does this and that. And then the second you start talking about it, it's like their eyes glaze over and they're like, oh, so this is what it actually looks like to have all of those things? Oh, well, well, what else do you bring to the table? Don't even.
1: <laughs> Don't even. Yeah, my face is like this because, yeah, that's literally what I, we both have gone through. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's this weird feeling of you then shrink yourself mm-hmm. because you want to make that man feel like a man. And it's like, what? I can't even believe women like us are even... Thinking about doing yes. that. Yes. It's wild. No, it is. It is. Because at the end of the day, there is a, a woman inside of us that wants to be that feminine woman mm-hmm. who is a caretaker and and still be a boss. Yeah. But the hard part is it's hard to find a man who allows you to do both. One thousand percent.
0: That's why when I met my man, my man, my man, my man, and I bought my place for the first time. Yeah, I remember you were nervous to tell him. I didn't want to tell him because I was like okay, what is this going to mean? Like, is he going to look at that and be like, oh, okay, so you bought a place that's not cheap. and I don't so, have like, a place. I like, I, I'm not a homeowner. Yeah. Like, are you going to now think that whatever? You never know what they might think. And I've been in situations in the past where I've gotten a new apartment and I've gotten the upgrade because I've worked my ass off to mm-hmm. be able to afford that upgrade and having a man who's supposed to love me walk through that place and not even say, This is beautiful. This is nice. Congratulations. You did a good job. But just walk around and be like, oh, this is cool. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But I know what you mean. And
0: that feeling is like, okay, so I guess I, I shouldn't share that. Maybe I'll just say that I rented it. Maybe I'll just say when I told this man that I bought this place. And I, first of all, waited. He was like, when were you going to tell me that? Oh. He was like, that is fucking incredible. And I don't think you even understand as a woman, as a black woman, mm-hmm. as someone who works as hard as you do, mm-hmm. as someone who's young, under the age of 30. Seen
1: you go from our, I liked our apartment at Silver Towers. Okay, girl, that was a nice apartment. <laughs> that was a nice apartment. But still to go from <laughs> that to your own yes. version of that. Yes. That you own. Mm-hmm. Yes. That is
0: not easy. No, it's not easy. And it was really hard. And when my bank account took that hit, I was very sad. But, like, to be with someone, and obviously, that's not what it's about. Like, it was about me, but to be with someone who celebrated that and literally kept reminding me, you don't understand how big of a deal this is. You don't understand how dope you are for being able to do this. I can't wait to be able to do this. Like, that's what I've been saving for. That's what I've been doing. I want to buy my dream home too. That is is it that's what you want Mm -hmm. you don't want some motherfucker that's coming in kicking his shoes off putting his feet on your coffee table and then looking around at all your new decor and being like this is cool Mm
1: -hmm. bitch what Mm
0: -hmm. get out
1: (laughs) get out and and it's again someone loves you because what you found is impossible it feels like (laughs) and I, I don't want like you said I don't want to say nobody is like that but I've been going on dates And it's just been an exploration of it all, right? Because Mm -hmm. my ex, I mean, I don't even want to give him relevance, but I think just generally speaking, people I've dated in the past, all of them thought it was dope as shit what I do for a living. They're like, I can't believe my girl is like a boss like this. She doesn't need me for like blah, blah, blah. The second it meant that I couldn't pick him up from the airport Mm. because I was doing a Forbes panel. Girl. I mean, the entire relationship shifted. Yeah. And so I think I just realized now, wow. Wow. It's really, it's going to be really hard. It's going to be really hard. But also, the other thing I tell myself is, it's not supposed to be easy. No. When, but with the right person, it won't be hard. But I think for us to find our match, when you are the caliber of woman that we have worked to be, Mm -hmm. so hard to be, we're not supposed to just find a guy at a random bar on the street Mm. that easily, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's supposed to be. There's a very select few human beings on this planet that makes sense for us. Yeah. In a way that like I don't want to minimize the fact that like also I don't want to think like the chances are slim to none because I don't. I really do believe in love. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm a cancer. Yeah. You like to remind me. Yeah. And I'm emotional and I like want to <laughs> find love. But I think it's like it makes me feel better knowing that I am who I am and I'm proud of who I am. And that means it's going to take a special man to level up to where I am.
0: If Oprah could find Stedman, there mm. is hope for all of us yet. Yes. (laughs) There is. He loves her. Even though I'm convinced that like he lives in the guest house and she just lives in her main house with her dogs and she's like, come over when you want. But like, she's fucking Oprah.
1: She's Oprah and she can do whatever she wants. I support it. But, okay, here's my question. I don't know if you talked about this yet in the podcast, but do you believe in the idea of a power couple? You know,
0: that's a good question. Whose podcast is
1: this? I... (laughs) I'm surprised you haven't asked it because I think about this a lot. I was out with a friend last night and she was saying to me, like, girl, no man under seven figures is what mm-hmm. she said to me. Mm-hmm. And and she was like, you need someone that's blah, 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 blah. And I was like, it's just interesting because I don't think of it as a number, a dollar amount as yeah. much as I think of it as like a hustle, a grind, yes. a work ethic and the way they treat me.
0: That's how I feel about a power couple. To me, a power couple is average Not average. I'm sorry, guys. But, you know, (laughs) like a non-celebrity people can be a power couple, like a fucking mom and dad who share responsibilities, live in the suburbs somewhere in Idaho. I don't know. Agreed. And like ride for their kids and ride for each other other. and like do all the things. Mm -hmm. That's a power couple to me. Not Mm -hmm. just like Jay-Z and Beyonce. Love Beyonce. Jay-Z. You know, (laughs) he's great. He's Beyonce's husband. Yes. But yeah. like Jay-Z and Beyonce are quote unquote a power couple. Yes. But look at that dynamic and look at what happened with that. When a man feels intimidated by a woman's success mm-hmm. and her power and how much people love her and he has any ounce of insecurity, that then becomes muddy. It becomes yes. muddy. And, and just because you have a shit ton of money and power and success doesn't mean that you're a power couple together, because if there's not mutual respect and understanding, then there's never going to be. There's no there's no real power in that. The only power that you have is perception.
1: Yes. Mic drop. And I think beyond the idea of like what the dynamic of Z and Beyonce is, I think the other layer is somebody said this to me. Do you want to communicate through your assistance? Hmm. And That really fucked me up. No. But think about it. Think about their lives. Even in her, like, Coachella docuseries, I remember watching it, like, actually kind of recently. And it was literally their assistants being like, tell him that I can't meet up, blah, 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 because they're so busy. That's chaos. You know what I mean? And it's like, there has to be somebody managing to make sure the kid has a window in her life. And, like, Indra New, Year was a CEO of PepsiCo. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. She said the same thing. She was like, I have to schedule time with my kids. And so mm. I don't know yet because I'm so not there. But I know, I mean, you're closer to there. <laughs> like what is I guess it's like how do you define a power couple
0: yeah it's a feeling to me it's more than just what the outside looks like because I've been in that relationship where people are like oh he's doing this and you're doing this and that's gonna look so good Deepika you were one of them (laughs) It it
1: looked it looked real cute. It
0: looked cute, but it wasn't cute.
1: And he was my friend. Yeah. Mm,
0: But yeah, like that's the that's the thing. That's the difference versus like having someone who builds you up, who understands who I don't care if you're the CEO and your husband is fucking working at the deli. If his goal is to own a deli one day, you better be over there like, babe, you make the best pastrami sandwiches I've ever had in my life. Make sure you bring those pickles yep. home. Make sure you bring your pickle home.
1: As All long that. as he walks into the house every day confident. Mm-hmm. I'm not, everybody has their days, but you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you could be, what I don't want to happen is that I come home and I've had this amazing day and I'm not feeling comfortable sharing it. Yes. Because he's not confident enough in where he is in his life. Girl, I've been there. Let me tell you something. Not fun yeah <laughs> not fun. I realize it's it's definitely my my history too, yeah, yeah so I mean, I don't know. I think I guess I'm instead of focusing on all the things and the husband and the kids, I'm just focusing on fun and self-discovery. As
0: you should yeah, it's it's, it's a good time. Well, are you willing? to answer some of our besties business questions because they're in the stage that you were in. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Before you had the self-discovery moment and you were like, I want to be hot. I the feel street. way more comfortable going
1: back to business convo. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> Ready? Yes. Okay. Here goes the first one. I'm a teacher and I'd really love to start my own consulting business slash go freelance with some creative projects. I'm leveling up with my skills and networking. I just settled in Chicago after a hard year and breakup. Relationship was so therapeutic for me. Oh, thank you, boo. And I'm clear on my vision, values, purpose, and strategic vision. But my question is, how do I do it financially? I feel like I see everybody out here making it happen and looking fly as fuck and flourishing. But my biggest fears are driven by finances and no insurance. Resources, pep talks, all advice is welcome.
1: I'm from Chicago too. Shout out oh, to you were born in Chicago. I
0: always forget that because you're such a Texas girl. Yeah, because
1: it was a year, and then I okay. Death, anyway, so next. <laughs> but I do love a Chicago energy in men. That Midwest energy. Oh, I've never dated. I've never
0: dated a Midwestern man. The current dude is oh but he's,
1: boy. We're not talking about that. So <laughs> okay, yes, it 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 is annoying how it looks so easy on the internet. Like everybody has it, and it's just like poof, it's there. Yeah. It's not just there. I think there's a few different ways you can go. So the way I started was instead of going straight to like venture capital, because that's a very privileged thing to be able to do, only like white men can go and just Mm. say, I'm going to go raise X amount of dollars. I started with friends and family. So depending on what kind of business it is, I think going to people who really believe in you, who've been watching you since the beginning and say, I want to put my money behind you because I want to help you thrive and reach your goals and dreams. Mm -hmm. Now, I know that's also a privilege statement and not everybody can do that. So the other thing that I've learned, because when you're starting a company, I think everybody assumes that you go raise money is the best thing to do. But when you do that, you're giving up a piece of your company. Right. Like that's equity that you're giving up, that you're taking away from yourself to give to somebody else. So you have to decide, is that worth it? Because them giving you that money is going to make your company worth more. Mm. So that therefore makes it worth it. But that's why this idea of like, loans from the bank are actually like something that like there's this thing called venture debt. You can take debt financing on. There's all these options that I didn't even know existed that I'm learning in real time. And I thought I had to go to business school to learn all this stuff. Google is a powerful thing. There's a lot of really great podcasts on it. And I can send them to you so you can share it with your followers. But I think there's so many options out there besides the idea of just taking on investors right off the bat, because the second you do that, you're selling your soul a little bit. Mm. And you choose that, right? Like I actually think it was the best thing for me because my goal is to make this the biggest, most inclusive beauty brand in the world. Mm-hmm. That takes major capital. But I think there's something really beautiful about the idea of slow and steady and having a side hustle that you just love to do on the on your free time because it fills your cup. Yeah. It's not about the money. Like you have your day job and then this other thing that you're doing on the side that you just enjoy for your soul. I think that's the other thing that I think so many people think they have to make their passion their full time job. Mm, mm-hmm. And it takes away the passion. It just does. Yeah. I used to love doing my makeup with you. And mm-hmm. now I have somebody doing my glam more than not because I'm yes. doing emails and answering phone calls and it's just gotten exhausting. Yeah. So I just think sometimes I just want everyone to always question. I want you to go for it if you want to go for it, but always question whether this is something you want to make your full time job or a passion and something that brings you joy in your life.
0: Yeah, you're right cuz it will change it no matter what. Like and it doesn't make you ungrateful. It's just no. it's like become it's work. It's work. It's a job. I remember when we used to go to influencer events and it was so fun and then when it became work, we're like, "Oh, I don't want to fucking go cuz it's it's work." It's like it's networking. It's like it's being on. It's like it's it's a job. Being social used to be fun. Yeah. That stopped. A while
1: but it's so. fun again. It is fun again. <laughs> when you're not doing it for work.
0: Right. Yeah. That's the difference. When it's for work and it feels like work, it's horrible.
1: Like going to Delilah's view for fun versus going because of X brand's event is a Mm -hmm. completely different feeling. Yes. Agreed. Totally
0: agreed. Okay. Next one. What's your best social media slash business account advice? How do you grow a following? How do you keep up with the trends?
1: So hard out here. Everything's changing so quickly. Mm -hmm. I would say if you're starting out now, the best thing to start with is TikTok. When So I guess I didn't share this, but I started my whole career as a beauty influencer with a video that went viral on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I used red lipstick under my eyes to mask dark circles. And that was in 2015. Mm-hmm. And it got 10 million views. And that was like an anomaly at that time. Yeah. You can do that on TikTok. Like, I'm not going to say easily because it's not easy. Yeah. But Cammie Crawford has done it pretty easily. <laughs> I've done it a couple times over. But yeah, I think… The point is that like if you're trying to grow and scale quick with social media, Mm -hmm. TikTok is your best bet right now.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. It's like the fastest growing platform. You can post one video. Change your life. And it'll change your life. Literally all these TikTok influencers. But even to the last question and this one, it reminded me of TikTok immediately because I'm like there's so many people on TikTok giving business advice and giving like social media advice and like but some of it's not all there. Like I feel like I don't know. I feel like we, if you- Well, can, everyone's
1: an expert these days.
0: Everyone's an expert.
1: Okay, here's the other thing about the 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 woman who asked about the finance question. Yeah. This goes back to me outsourcing my weaknesses. I'm learning, and as a CEO, you have to know part, about every part of your business. Mm-hmm. But I started my company with my cousin who's really strong at that stuff. Yeah. And so it's his role to make sure we're getting the best options from a finance perspective. Yeah. And so I think also something I always say is debating whether you want to start a company with a co-founder or not. Mm. Because it's a lonely, lonely journey. Yeah. And you also can then flex your strengths a little bit more if you have a co-founder. Right. Shout out to Nilesh. Shout out to Nilesh. We love you.
0: Okay. How do I make sure my products will sell once I'm ready to launch? What are some steps that I should take to make sure that my products
1: are seen? So something that we did, and part of the community was really a passion project for me because I genuinely wanted there to be a home where like everybody saw themselves. Mm -hmm. It also served as a great focus group. It's like you don't have to have these fancy ass focus groups. It's like Instagram is the focus group. There's polls. There's things where people tell me, thousands of people tell me what they want to see from us. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I think that we did that was smart was started as a community platform and create that like home of people that can tell you before you create the product. That's how like when we first launched our first product, we hit our three-month sales goals in the first few days.
0: Mm, mm -hmm.
1: And that was a dope feeling, but I think it's because we had that community writing for us and they told us this is the product that they wanted.
0: Yeah. I think if you're known for something and everyone's like, oh my God, you always have the best eyelashes and you want to come out with a mascara, then fine. But like, I think there is something to not thinking that you're the smartest person in the room when you have consumers that you want to buy your
1: product. Exactly. Ask them what the fuck they want. It's so funny because so when that video went viral, that was in 2015, Mm -hmm. red lipstick under the eyes, hide masking dark circles. The obvious thing when I started my brand would be to create a red lipstick to hide dark circles. Mm -hmm. But in my brain, like you said, I was like, well, it's three years later. Yeah. Somebody must have figured out a solution. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let's just ask the community. And they said their number one beauty concern was hyperpigmentation and dark circles. So I was like, damn, three years later, nobody created a solution. Mm -hmm. It's my time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And you have a community that loves all in
0: one product.
1: Yes, exactly. It's mm-hmm. like the multifunctional making it super easy. It's not for the makeup artist girl. It's the girl that just wants to like figure it out mm-hmm. and hide specific problems in her life. Yeah. Except the makeup artist girls also use it. They do. On their celebrity which clients. Which so happy. It's great for color correcting. Yeah. But the multi-stick aspect is more for the everyday girl.
0: Right. Yeah. No, you're right. Business advice. Working for yourself or someone else i'm a therapist and i work at a group practice someone owns and operates the practice but i provide direct services because of that i split my fee with the owner and i keep about 40 percent of my rate and give the remaining to the owner so if i charge a hundred dollars per session i pocket about forty dollars here's the question i've never been business savvy and i like being able to just work on my craft and have someone else deal with everything else However, if I open my own spot, I would have to deal with things like rent, taxes, malpractice insurance and other business headaches, but will profit Mm -hmm. 30 to 40 percent of what I do now. Is it worth it to work on yourself and make more but work harder versus work for someone else and make less with almost no business owner stress? I feel like everyone is all about the hustle and entrepreneurship. So it's almost seems like a matchup between money
1: and quality of life. Money always wins. Thoughts? Grass is not greener. I think it's so important that everybody realizes that cuz yes, I think the internet has made everybody think hustle culture is the way to go. Yeah. As somebody who and I don't want to sound like a hypocrite, but as somebody who's hustled out and I'm like so drained, really really ask yourself what matters to you. Mm-hmm. Don't like just see that the internet picks money over quality of life and go for that because it is going to be your whole life and you have to really decide that you want it to be. Yeah. I I'm sitting here on this podcast telling you like admitting that I didn't have a life for four years and, and I don't regret it because it's my journey, but I'm actively trying to find a way to like go back to having that. So I think you really need to decide, can you still create a living and be happy and find joy in your job working for somebody else? Because it is not glamorous yes. to be a business owner yeah. at all. And by the way, the other part of that is, yes, there's the rent and there's all the overhead costs and all the stuff. There's also the people, mm. the management of the people, which is a whole other layer that nobody yeah. talks about that I've learned is the hardest part. I don't think all people are like this. And I always question whether this makes me a good leader or a weak leader sometimes it's like, I care. Like I have so much mm-hmm. empathy and I care. It's people's lives. They chose to come work at my business. I don't take that lightly at yeah. all. And that's heavy for me. So I think because of that, it's not just the layers of like, how do I make money on my business? Keep it going, create a living for myself create a living for the people who are working for me. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of pressure. So really think about if that's what you want. Yeah. Yeah. No, That that is a lot of pressure. I mean,
0: ironically enough, my therapist, when I first started therapy, I was on like that hustle train too. And I was like, what more can I do? I need to do more. And I've always been like that. You, you, you still
1: are that. To be I clear. still
0: am, yeah. but I've calmed down a little bit because thankfully, God bless me, the things that have come into my life career-wise have yeah. really unfolded over the past year. And I'm so happy and I'm so blessed, but it really has been because I've been doing this since I was 19 I was years gonna old. I say,
1: <laughs> I think we need to stop discrediting the idea of compounding work.
0: Yes. Yes. Like
1: it didn't, sometimes people think, like they say that about my viral video. It's like, oh, I'm an overnight success. Behind that viral video was a decade of work in the beauty industry. Yes getting me ready for that viral video. And by the way, I had to take the initiative to turn on my phone and my camera to make that viral video Mm -hmm. on New Year's Day as a New Year's resolution in my free time, not during my job hours. Mm. So I think that's the thing that people sometimes say like, oh, the internet these days, you just become an overnight sensation. Sure, maybe that does exist. But for the most of us, we've put in our time and work to get to where we are today. Yes, And I think that's what makes me so proud to say the things like, my friend is a homeowner. Like, those are the things that like we should be proud of because it was not overnight. No. It was a lot of hard work. I've
0: been hosting for 11 years. That part. And by the time I booked Catfish, i had been hosting for seven. So even people being like, oh, like, where did she come from? She just like, you just came in and you just did. No, I've been no. working, busting my ass for a long time and almost quitting multiple times and trying to figure my fucking life out at 25. Like, I'm never going to make it. I need to just quit. I still remember when you got the catfish job. We were freaking out. Girl, freaking out cuz I didn't the test, per- the test
1: period. It
0: was. I yes, it was it was insane, but I remember when I started therapy, what 2 3 years? when was it? I don't know. Yeah. Whenever I started it, my therapist told me, she was like hustle culture is toxic, mm-hmm. and she had me follow this account called The Nap Ministry. Mm-hmm. Nap, N A P. And it talks about The importance of naps, the importance of rest. Like you can't do anything like people who say like sleep is for the week, sleep when you're dead. Bitch, I'm asleep. I'ma take my nap and I'm gonna get back to it. I
1: think the most (laughs) successful entrepreneurs in the world say that they don't that the one thing they don't compromise on is seven hours of sleep. Yes. Yes. Everything in your day functions better because of it. Yes.
0: So don't let these hustle hustlers. They are hustlers on the internet. These
1: Instagram people who are like wake up every day, maximize your life. Yeah, Shut the fuck up. And everything comes at a cost. Like everybody needs to remember that. Like it's like you, I I am proud of the success I've had, but I really wish I had worked on my personal life more. So Mm. now I'm going to do it. No Mm -hmm. regret, but it's like, just know that you're doing, doing one this at this capacity is sacrificing another thing. Yeah. And be okay with that. And every Mm -hmm. like, Unless you're Cami and and do it all, but the rest of us (laughs) have it. (laughs) So I love you and I'm so
0: excited for this era of your life. And I want you to come back and tell us.
1: I think I need to get on close friends and just publicly share it. Yes. That's the takeaway. You haven't even talked about being on Raya on on your regular story. Duh. Why not? Well, don't you feel like there's some things? I'm so curious what you think about this. Actually, I know your answer, but I think that. There's some things that are precious to keep to yourself. I agree. When you do start dating someone. Like the name of the person that you're not sharing. Of course.
0: Yes. That's what I'm saying. I actually talked about this on the podcast. I said like some things are just for me. But as far as like me going on dates, people want to see what you're wearing
1: on the date. I know. They do. But then they want you to report back. And if it didn't go well. And then the guys see it. And it's like, do I really like want that energy? It's like, I'm still figuring it out.
0: It's true. We'll offline about this.
1: We'll offline about
0: it. Did you like that? That was a business I um, love when you talk business. It's you know a business jargon
1: moment for me. <laughs> tell everyone where they can find you. Okay. It's at Deepika on all channels. D-E-E-P-I-C-A. And more importantly, Live Tinted. L-I-V-E-T-I-N-T-E-D. Mm-hmm. Go get us at Ulta. Support, Go to Ulta. Please support. Tell everyone you know. We have amazing products. Yeah. And LiveTinted.com. Get the under eye patches. Get the Hue Glow. And the new eye cream that's launching by the time this comes out. When's the eye cream launch? I need to send it to you next week. You haven't
0: told me about no eye cream. This is what I'm saying, y'all. She she blew up and she stopped sending things to Cami Consulting. Now things don't even go through me anymore. I'm out of business. We're
1: busy focusing (laughs) on my new popping personal life.
0: Yeah, you're right. We're busy. Yes. We're rearranging your Raya profiles and things.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. Shout out to Cami. By the way, Cami Consulting has moved from like products to me as the product. (laughs) Yes. And coaching. Picked all my photos and I swear the second I changed my photos to what Cammy told me to change them to, the men were just coming, coming through. So shout out to you. I know you all can't have Cammy on personal dial like that, but <laughs> at least you got the podcast because it's it's it comes in clutch. I love you. Love was you. this painless? It was painless. Yeah, it actually was.
0: You feel better? Whew. Great. <laughs> love you. Love you. Bye. <laughs>